0: Welcome to the Muni 360 podcast from New York Life Investments. Valuable insights on all aspects related to investing in the complex and highly fragmented municipal bond market.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Muni 360 podcast from New York Life Investments. I'm Chris Roberti with Mackay Municipal Managers. In a municipal market that is highly complex, from public policy to market technicals, We're excited to bring you another podcast focusing on current municipal themes and strategies for clients to consider. I'm excited to be joined today by Scott Sprower, directly from our trading desk in Los Angeles. Scott is a senior managing director and portfolio manager for Mackay Municipal Managers, with focus on taxable municipals and California tax exempt strategies. We have a great show today as we talk about our mid-year update for 2022. As many of you know, we publish our top five themes for the year. These are our macro views, as well as themes that we implement in the portfolios we manage. Think of today as somewhat of a mid year check in and a report card on how we're doing so far this year. So let's jump right in. Scott, great to have you with us today on the Uni360 podcast. When published in January, our insights title was Embrace Change. Tell us more about that and how would you assess this in the context of the most challenging six month scene? in the municipal market in the last four decades.
2: Yeah, thanks very much, Chris. I think the reason we picked that title is at the end of last year, obviously we knew the Federal Reserve was going to raise rates. The expectation in December was two to three hikes in 2022. Obviously that's changed dramatically, but we also knew that there was going to be some unwind of the balance sheet. So the quantitative tightening plus the rate hikes A little bit unusual for the market, somewhat unprecedented. So we felt that that was going to institute some volatility in the market. So that was the change that we were referencing. Fast forward to obviously the first quarter of this year and the second quarter as well. The first quarter, we saw a very kind of swift repricing of rates of Fed rate hikes. Many of the rate hikes went from two to three to seven to eight and to nine. So The number of rate hikes changed dramatically in the first quarter as CPI prints were elevated and um, non-farm payroll numbers were still robust. So there was a fairly significant shift from the Fed, obviously much more hawkish, hawkish, which had an impact on the curve and on rates, just generally speaking. Obviously, a very significant readjustment in the front end of the curve and at the back end of the curve, but the front end priced in a much more aggressive rate hike path and, and a higher magnitude of rate hikes.
1: Ironically, our first insight focuses on the topic of inflation. We say, transitory or not, view municipals as an inflation hedge. How has this played out so far this year?
2: Well, fundamentally speaking, municipal credit has held up very, very well. We talk about the first six months of this year, the volatility we've seen just broadly across fixed income markets. We knew that there was going to be volatility. We wanted to be ready for that. But the extent of it, the magnitude of the move that we saw was very, very aggressive. But you still had fairly robust sales taxes property taxes and so you've still seen the municipal coffers that are very very full so rainy day funds have been replenished upgrades are are outweighing downgrades over the last 12 months so broadly speaking the municipal asset class has weathered the pandemic recovered from the pandemic from two years ago and is in very very sound kind of underlying fundamental strength when we think about inflation Many of the credits within the municipal sector have the ability to pass through those increased input costs. So we think about sales tax back debt, those that are passenger facility charges, toll charges or utilities that can pass through those higher input costs. And that acts as somewhat of a buffer, obviously, to the revenue stream that's backing the debt. So that's why you always see typically munis viewed as a late cycle asset class, that their revenue streams are very, very stable and they're secured. Obviously, there's a lien on those credits, uh, those revenue streams that back the debt. So that's really what speaks to the stability of the underlying asset class and the resiliency against the backdrop of inflation, obviously rearing its head.
1: So, Scott, would it be fair to say, although those things have happened so far, we haven't yet seen the positive price movement because the technicals have been so strong?
2: Yeah, no, that's exactly right. The technical backdrop, when you say strong, it really means that the, if the outflows have outweighed the fundamentals, which is which is very, very true. So unfortunately, the fundamentals have kind of gone by the wayside. So we do believe that these out, the outflows that we've seen so far through the first six months of this year which are roughly 80 to 85 billion in in industry outflows versus last year we saw 100 billion in inflows. It's a very obviously sharp repricing of the market. You've almost taken out all the inflows from last year in six months. So that's obviously the shock that we've seen. And we do think as those slow down, which we're already seeing, that the fundamentals will actually take kind of center stage and that the asset class will be viewed kind of more favorably versus those that are unsecured.
1: Got it. And so looking at our second insight, it certainly speaks to the volatility we were expecting in 2022. We made the point that elevated tactical trading drives returns. Has this this materialized so far?
2: That insight is on target. Active trading has outperformed passive trading. And the way we view that, I think most of our listeners know that we're a much more active shop relative value. We do think you're supposed to take advantage of opportunities that market gives you. And this swift and very aggressive adjustment in rates, as I mentioned earlier, up and down the yield curve, but also the shape of the yield curve is very, very important. Historically, we've been underweight inside 10 years just because of the steepness of the yield curve. Now we're starting to fill in those underweights because, again, the flattening of the yield curve has been that aggressive and it's presented tremendous amount of um, attractive opportunities in that say, seven to 12 year range. So there is a lot that can be done in portfolios against this backdrop. We do think tax loss swaps are very, very important, resetting book yields, taking advantage of, of the ability to capture tax losses and have them offset any gains in the future. So that's something that's very, very important when we go through these dislocations to, to not just sit still, but to try to take advantage of the opportunities.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, which, you know, that brings us to our third insight. And many clients look to Mackay municipal managers as an active relative value manager, as you said, with deep credit research, looking through a total return lens. And clients also seek our allocation guidance across the investment grade, high yield municipal segment that we have published for years, really. And so with this in mind, our third insight published in January suggested the following. Maintain overweight in high yield municipals then begin to trade up in quality at mid-year. Given the magnitude of the move we've seen broadly, it could be hard to time this precisely. So how are we
2: tracking against this so far? I would say that one's still pending. Coming into this year, we thought that high yield would outperform in the first half of the year because of the expected restructurings in Puerto Rico, GEO, PBA, and PREPA. GEO and PBA took place, but we have not seen PREPA restructure its debt. That's been pushed off towards the end of this year. When these restructurings take place, it puts cash in investors' pockets. It basically gives cash for bonds. Our expectation was that cash would have to be reinvested against the backdrop of a shrinking high-yield municipal backdrop. So that was kind of the impetus and the thought process behind that bullet. Today, high-yield has not seen this massive underperformance against these outflows that we've seen. But our expectation is that it makes more sense to actually kind of go neutral on high-yield and maintain exposure in investment grade instead of being overweight high yield. We think a neutral stance makes more sense because just the overall dislocation, where investment grade yields and spreads are today, it's very, very attractive. And as I mentioned earlier, um, you can go down the yield curve and pick up a tremendous amount of yield versus what you could just last year in terms of several hundred basis points inside 10 years. So there's a lot of attractive opportunities in the IG space that we feel will rally and outperform when the market does settle down.
1: So that makes sense. So just to confirm, we're saying for the average moderate investor, 80% allocation to investment grade portfolios, 20% to high yield municipal portfolios, which is our neutral posture. Correct. Which moves us on to insight four, where we focus on structure. And we say shift focus to structure as fiscal policy and spending gives way to monetary policy. This seems right on point so far. Can you elaborate for us?
2: Yeah, this is exactly what we thought coming into this year, where because it was less less of a fundamental play, it was much more on monetary policy that we did think that the structure of a bond, 3% coupons, 4% versus more premium fives priced to a call, would actually hold up better. So the threes and fours and even twos have underperformed against this backdrop, which is kind of what we expected because of the volatility. Again, it's been much more extreme than we expected coming into the year. And so- Higher coupons, better structures outperformed shorter maturities, outperformed longer per- maturities, as well as those premium structured fives You know, in the intermediate part of the curve and even out the curve actually held up much, much better than twos, threes, and fours. As we reassess this, we're talking about being tactical. There's opportunities now in some of these lower coupon bonds, but through the first six months of this year, fives structure actually drove performance and fives outperformed the others.
1: So that solidifies the point that structure matters, right? And so that brings us to our fifth and final insight, an area of the market that you lead for Mackay Municipal Managers, taxable municipal bonds, a growing asset class with untapped potential for clients that we believe is ideal for qualified accounts. And we also manage a fund dedicated primarily to taxable municipals, the mainstay Mackay U.S. Infrastructure Bond Fund, symbol uh, M-G-O-I-X, iShare. In January, our assessment was that taxable municipals would outperform again in 2022. How's this going so far this year?
2: Right now, it's still pending. It depends on, it's funny because it could be one week or the next week, but we're roughly in line with IG corporates. Taxable munis are a longer duration asset class, but they're a higher quality underlying asset class. So there's A little bit of crosswinds there when you look at the asset class and when you see such a significant shift in rates and sentiment, there is no differentiation. So right now, we're roughly in line with the uh, IG corporate asset class, and that's really the typical one that we compare taxable munis to. We do believe that in the second half, as I mentioned earlier the benefits of a late cycle asset class, the dedicated revenue streams of taxable munis and the longer, slightly longer duration, which historically could hurt you. We do think that that will actually benefit and act as a tailwind to taxable munis and will end the year outperforming other asset, taxable fixed income asset classes. So while it's pending right now, it's roughly in line. I do think that you will see the outperformance kind of shine through towards the second half of this year.
1: Great, that's helpful, Scott. And while while that wraps up our mid-year update, Many of our listeners still want to hear about your assessment of the following. How should our audience keep the first six months of 2022 in perspective? And what are the municipal opportunities investors should consider?
2: I think investors need to think, again, this is a very difficult time. This There's a lot of uncertainty in the market. There's a lot of uncertainty around the world. So that's the volatility we've seen that are priced into the fixed income markets. Municipals have... Again, the curve's moved, credit spreads have moved. There's tremendous opportunity. While the last, the past six months have been very disruptive and had, obviously, negative impact on portfolios, we do think going forward we're actually in a very good spot today from an absolute and relative yield perspective for munis to, to perform very, very well in the second half of this year and into next year. So this is something that, again, while it's been difficult, we are seeing signs of stability in our market from a flow perspective. As I mentioned earlier, fundamentals are still very, very strong. And even if we do see a slower economy in terms of consumer real estate, which you're starting to see hints of right now, the muni asset class will hold up very, very well and will perform against that backdrop.
1: Thank you, Scott. The municipal market is highly complex, to say the least. And the case for active management has certainly never been stronger, in our opinion. This has really been a great conversation, and I'm sure our listeners will absolutely find your thoughts and insights to be really helpful. Uh, That wraps up this episode of Muni360 Podcast with New York Life Investments. I'm Chris Roberti with Mackay Municipal Managers. Please be sure to subscribe and look out for new episodes. We appreciate you rating the show and leaving a rating so we can spread these insights to as many as possible. Thanks for listening.
0: Municipal bond risks include the ability of the issuer to repay the obligation, the relative lack of information about certain issuers, and the possibility of future tax and legislative changes, which could affect the market for and value of municipal securities. Bonds are subject to interest rate risk and can lose principal value when interest rates rise. Bonds are also subject to credit risk, which is the possibility that the bond issuer may fail to pay interest and principal in a timely manner. Investing in below-investment-grade securities may carry a greater risk of non-payment of interest or principal than higher-rated securities. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, which will vary. All investments are subject to market risk and will fluctuate in value. Diversification does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Active management is the use of a human element, such as a single manager, co-managers, or a team of managers, to actively manage a fund's portfolio. Active management strategies typically have higher fees than passive management alpha measures a funds risk adjusted performance and is expressed as an annualized percentage credit spread reflects the difference in yield between a treasury and corporate bond of the same maturity duration is a measure of the sensitivity of the price of a bond to a change in interest rates geo general obligation bonds are municipal bonds backed solely by the credit and taxing power of the issuing jurisdiction rather than the revenue from a given project prepa prepa puerto rico electric power authority bonds are revenue bonds payable from the authority's net revenues that come from charges for electrical services PPA means the bonds, notes, or other evidences of indebtedness issued by MEAG pursuant to or as permitted by the provisions of the PPA Project Bond Resolution to finance or refinance the cost of acquisition and construction and financing costs of the Plant Vogel Additional Units PPA Project Mainstay Makai U.S. Infrastructure Bond Fund Before considering an investment in the fund, you should understand that you could lose money. Mutual funds are subject to market risk and fluctuate in value. An investment in the fund is not a bank deposit and is not insured or guaranteed by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation or any other governmental agency. Funds that invest in bonds are subject to interest rate risk and can lose principal value when interest rates rise. Bonds are also subject to credit risk, which is the possibility that the bond issuer may fail to pay interest and principal in a timely manner. Municipal bond risks include the inability of the issuer to repay the obligation, the relative lack of information about certain issuers, and the possibility of future tax and legislative changes, which could affect the market for and value of municipal securities. The fund's investments in infrastructure-related securities will expose the fund to potential adverse economic, regulatory, political, legal, and other changes affecting such investments. Issuers of securities in infrastructure-related businesses are subject to a variety of factors that may adversely affect their business or operations, including high interest costs in connection with capital construction programs, high leverage costs associated with environmental or other regulations, and the effects of economic slowdowns. Rising interest rates can lead to higher financing costs and reduced earnings for infrastructure companies. The fund may invest in derivatives, which may increase the volatility of the fund's NAV. Certain environmental, social, and governance (ESG) criteria may be considered when evaluating an investment opportunity. This may result in the fund having exposure to securities or sectors that are significantly different than the composition of the fund's benchmark and performing differently than other funds and strategies in its peer group that do not take into account ESG criteria. For more information about mainstay funds, call 800-624-6782 for a prospectus or summary prospectus. Investors are asked to consider the investment objectives, risks, and charges and expenses of the investment carefully before investing. The prospectus or summary prospectus contains this and other information about the investment company. Please read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing. The mainstay funds are managed by New York Life Investment Management, LLC and distributed by New York Life Distributors, LLC. 30 Hudson Street, Jersey City, New Jersey 07302. A wholly owned subsidiary of New York Life Insurance Company. NL Life Distributors, LLC is a member FINRA SIPC. This material contains the opinions of the Mackay Municipal Manager's Team of Mackay Shields, LLC, but not necessarily those of Mackay Shields, LLC. The opinions expressed herein are subject to change without notice. This material is distributed for informational purposes only. Forecast Estimates and opinions contained herein should not be considered as investment advice or a recommendation of any particular security, strategy, or investment product. Information contained herein has been obtained from sources believed to be reliable but not guaranteed. Any forward looking statements speak only as of the date they are made, and Mackay Shields assumes no duty and does not undertake to update forward looking statements. The strategies discussed are strictly for illustrative and educational purposes and are not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any securities or to adopt any investment strategy. There is no guarantee that any strategies discussed will be effective. Neither new New York Life Insurance Company, nor its affiliates or representatives, provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Please contact your own professionals. Mackay Municipal Managers is a team of portfolio managers at Mackay Shields. Mackay Shields is 100% owned by NYLIM Holdings, which is wholly owned by New York Life Insurance Company. Not all products and services provided by Mackay Shields may be available to all investors, limited by applicable laws and regulations in certain jurisdictions. No part of this material may be reproduced in any form or referred to in any other publication without the express written permission of Mackay Shields. New York Life is both a service mark and the common trade name of certain investment advisors affiliated with New York Life Insurance Company.